0: Welcome to the You and Me podcast, the podcast for real couples looking for real advice. This episode of Wedding Planning Q and A is brought to you by The Bridal Journey and Wonderlust Creative. On today's episode of the You and Me podcast, we dissect the most asked question that came through our Instagram polls, and all of the relating advice, flowers. Florals, flaws, blooms, whatever you call them, they are a talking point of contention for so many people. We debunk some myths today and share some advice on how best to approach your floral investment. Joining me today, as
1: always, is the lovely Andy. Hello. Hello. How Hi. are you? Good. So we're in lockdown 4.0 and if our audio is a bit funny today, it's because Laura and I are recording... Um, individually at our own home, so please bear with us. How has your
0: day one gone? Are we at day one? Day two? Oh, God, they roll into it. I'm going to be controversial, but I
1: I really enjoy um, (laughs) lockdown. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I'm just getting so much shit done. I'm ticking my list off like no tomorrow because I'm not being – Dragged away to coffee dates or catching up with people or commitments. I, you know, my emails down to zero. I've been able to clean the house. I'm just kicking goals at the moment. It's actually been really good for me to catch up and just refresh and take it slow again. I actually, miss it. I love this for you. I I'm miss glad it. You're doing well. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I know people probably hate me. But I'd really do. It's just it's kind of meant for me. Lockdown, I think. <laughs> Yeah, do you know what? My inner introvert kind of does love it a little bit. Also, there's a new brewery that has opened in Torquay called Sue West. And it's amazing if you're, you know, we ever get out of lockdown, you're able to come down to Torquay, you have to go see it. It's this beautiful, huge new brewery. Anyway, did you see the couple that got married there Thursday night? Yes. So I did hear
0: about that. So these poor couple, I think it was their third time that they had to postpone if they had to do this. And they did what so many did last time this happened in Melbourne. They just went to their nearest venue. They said, can you please marry us? Thank God. They had a few suppliers that could do it for them. They got legally wed in a new brewery with a champagne in hand. Mm. It was magic. It was so cool.
1: Yeah, Good on them. That was awesome. Oh, Because you're not going to want to wait another... God, who knows? Who knows in Victoria. <gasps> so yeah, and I'm catching up on my on all my shows. You know, The Housewives of Beverly Hills, New York, mm-hmm. Kardashians, mm-hmm. Handmaid's Tale, um, Friends reunion. Did you watch that? No, I'm not into Friends. Oh. I know. Oh, we've already had this conversation. <laughs> we've before. already had it. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that was me. What about you? Okay, So you've had a really
0: good one. So do you have a worst of the week? Because your
1: best <laughs> of the week sounds like everything
0: was your best. No, <laughs> mm, good. Okay. Well, no
1: news is good news. Nothing. No yeah. bads is good.
0: That's good. Okay. No, nothing. What is my week? My week was, look, not as um list ticking and series watching as your week, mm. but it was still pretty good. Um, I'm just trying to think. Oh well. Do you know what I do? The best thing about this week that's coming is Mm -hmm. I've got my youngest son's birthday um, and I did all his shopping prior to this most recent lockdown in Victoria which for anybody who knows me will know that that is an incredible feat for me because I am usually last minute mental crazy I either buy them so that they can be shipped online six months early or I am literally flying around the state picking up things the day before so I feel really organised and I gave myself a little pat on the back this week for that. Anyway, my youngest turns four. Mm -hmm. (gasps) So that will be great for him, even though his party's cancelled. But we have ice cream cake, so
1: yeah you know How's he coping that'd be fine. with his party being cancelled.
0: Do you know what? He is really good. I feel so bad for those kids. Oh, like it's the second year. last year was canceled for him too. Oh. We're in lockdown again. These poor little kiddies, but he's pretty good. He's just like, oh well, we'll just go on a holiday when we can. That's just his thing. Oh, well, well we'll just go on a holiday oh, when we can. Good. So he's really good, good. Boy. yeah we're pretty lucky. I say that now. he'll probably have a tantrum tomorrow, but today he's really good about it. yeah, so that's it. Best of the
1: week. Yep, that'll be really fun tomorrow. We get to eat cake. Um, I feel like you're coping quite well during this lockdown. I feel okay. I still feel quite anxious for my
0: couples though.
1: Um, And look, I'm a bit of a... Well, when's your next wedding?
0: Well, we don't have... We're not physically on site until the 1st of September. Oh, perfect. So we've got a few months, but we've got a lot of couples getting married this year and start of next year who are from interstate or who live overseas or who have family
1: overseas so for us it's still kind of a little bit is it just a reminder go? that like this lockdown's kind of almost a reminder that life didn't hasn't gone because you kind of well, forget don't you like i felt like 2 yeah. weeks ago i didn't you're not even, Mm. COVID's not even crossing your Mm -mm. mind really. And I think that's why people are becoming so complacent because.
0: Yeah. And I I just think that, I mean, we've got to be able to get on with our lives. So I think that everybody was sort of like, you know what, you know, the government learned from their mistakes last year. It's not going to be able to happen again. We're definitely going to get cases, but it's going to be run much smoother, much tighter. Um, And I think that this extension is just a bit intimidating for people, but at the same time, it's really hard. We need to plan six to 12 months in advance. But the couples, I don't want them looking six to 12 months in advance, I want them looking just at day to day because if they look the way we are, they're just going to stress themselves out, mm. and that's kind of what they employed us to do. <laughs> so, I'm hoping if our couples are listening, and any couple that's you know lucky enough to have really supportive vendors. You don't necessarily have to have a planner, but you've got supportive vendors. Um, just take a day by day and don't don't try and overlook or don't try and look too far in the future. There's nothing you can do and, you know, let your professionals deal with it and we'll do as much as we can. But yeah, that's it. But I do feel much more calm. I'm not a psycho. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> which is great. Which is really good. okay Oh god. So today though, we're talking about we've been doing heaps of polls online on our Instagram. All about different issues, questions, um and we did one recently that was about okay, well, we get it's really tough. We get specific questions relating to topics and a lot of the topics are bridal party or I don't want to say bridal, wedding party related and a lot of the questions are styling related so we thought we'd do a styling specific episode and a floral specific episode where we get to touch like delve heaps deeper into uh, those issues only which I think people are really going to enjoy this mm. episode so let's start we've got question our first question is from Zoe And Zoe has said it would be great if we can do an episode or give a guide on cheaper flowers to use or ways to use greenery to keep the cost down. Now, Andy, you're getting married. Do you automatically think that there's like super cheap and super expensive flowers or do you automatically think greenery is cheaper than flowers? Not knowing. Let's just take out what we've spoken about.
1: No, obviously before speaking with you I've always thought flowers one of the biggest costs yeah and I always presumed flowers no matter who I was going to what I wanted were going to cost a couple of grand yeah what I was looking at ideally and that that's just how much it costs across board no matter if I was having some greenery or flowers it's still like the assembly cost the getting the product the is that correct?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, definitely. But it's really interesting because there is a lot of chatter that still goes on. And I think it's because there are sometimes things put out into the internet space that, oh, well, you know, if you're really struggling for budget, use a lot more greenery. Um, and that's just not necessarily the case or a rule to that couples should really live by, I don't think. There are definitely cheaper flowers and there are definitely more expensive flowers there is definitely cheaper greenery and there is definitely more expensive greenery but as a whole if you just used blooms versus if you just used foliage then yes you are going to have probably a cheaper final bill if you use no flowers but filling in arrangements or um, bouquets or installation with more foliage because it's cheaper is not necessarily the case and I think that is a huge myth that is still really prevalent in this industry that just doesn't exist. So I thought what we could chat about would be what flowers are expensive and why and what foliages could be more expensive and why because I'm not going to give... People need to understand that flowers will be fluctuate. They will fluctuate. They're an organic element. They come from the growers. They have good seasons and they have bad seasons. Last season could have been a really abundant season for dahlias and they could have been $15 a bunch it could absolutely flog rain this winter and flush out all the growers paddocks and they could get one third of the dahlias next season so they're more expensive and they're going to be more expensive wow.
1: so, it, so there's it's, no cost there's definitely no standard cost per <sighs> flower really across no. the board over a few years no
0: so you can't say Today that you so
1: like fruit and avocado absolutely. might be five dollars yep. one week and then next week you go and it's two for yep. five
0: exactly wow. it's exactly the right. same so flowers are exactly the same they're not they're not <laughs> they're mass produced but they're an organic element and so they're um, you know they're subject to the environment and what's going to go on, you know. We've got some major issues coming up potentially for next season with international shipping of flowers. We can't get them in. COVID so is wait, shutting is, borders.
1: So you with know, international, like yeah, do so most people getting, get their flowers internationally? Or well, no, there's definitely – that like a common thing? Um,
0: look, there is. some. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We use a lot of um, – Uh, Roses are grown both here and overseas. Um, You can get some phenomenal orchids that come from overseas. If you want peonies and it's not November, um, then you're going to be getting them shipped from overseas. Um, You know, there are some incredible Ecuadorian roses, like just you'll see them and they're just mind boggling. They're not here. They're not from here. They get shipped in. You do not have to use internationally shipped product that is not something you have to use that is something I'd specify to your florist if you did want to avoid all additional costs there because of course that cost is going to go up if you're getting it shipped from Mm. Ecuador but um you've just got to be very mindful that yeah flower prices are going to fluctuate um and especially flowers that need a lot more love hydrangeas potentially a one as well they're very fickle very temperamental um they can die really easily if there's suddenly some really hot weather they can all die off really really quickly um so you know they've got to have a lot of tender loving care these growers don't just plant seeds and come back in spring and harvest or winter and harvest whenever they're harvesting spring um they don't do that there is constant love and attention and the way that our environments and climate change is affecting and it sounds we're getting all a bit deep here but the ever-changing climate it's a lot more humid say in victoria now than it ever has been in the last 10 years that's going to affect flowers and their growing capability some in a positive light some in a negative light so you You know, um, 10 years ago, people would look at pampas grass, which is all the rage. It's a weed. It's a weed that's actually outlawed in states in Australia. Um, You ask farmers about pampas grass and they're like, burn it. Um, You go to the market and they're $6 a stem because they're quote unquote popular. So it depends on flower costs and what's expensive and not, what's not is going to be depend on the trends from the year before. Mm. Um, you know, if pampas is really popular, then you're not going to be paying two dollars stem. You're going to be paying three the next. You know, the next year.
1: So look at the current. You know, so keep that in mind. Yeah, is there you- any other tips for? Um, yeah, Keeping do the not. Cost down.
0: Yeah, don't assume that greenery is always going to be cheaper. Um, magnolia stems, which is a greenery, is more expensive than olive. Mm. So, I what what you need to do is uh, instead of asking the question, okay, which flowers are the cheapest? Your best tip is to go to your florist and say, I don't want to use anything that's been shipped internationally. Um, I want to try and keep my cost down. I want to use what's in season and what you find at market. Um, and I have this budget to work with rather than ask for specifics and then try and fit it into a budget because a florist will always be able to work and advise to you the best mm. way to spend your money. Yeah. So, yeah, we okay. could do a whole episode on the price of flowers, but that's just a little in a nutshell.
1: Mm. Uh, that's what I'm looking at next. <laughs> Contacted a few suppliers. Oh, there
0: you, yes. Oh, my gosh. you're got your a next call with
1: supplier. one this week actually, so – Yeah, I need lots of help. Help Mm. me. (laughs) Help. So question two, Brooke. Champagne tastes on a beer budget. Wouldn't we all (laughs) love this for our weddings? (laughs) Champagne taste. I know. I feel actually
0: like this is from one of my brides. If it is, Brooke, I see you. Um this is everybody's desire, right? This is everyone's desire. Um, okay. You can't. No,
1: you basically
0: just can't. No. Or, uh,
1: what about um, if the venue, like my mm-hmm. venue, mm-hmm. said you can bring in your own, would that be cheaper? If you can bring in, like th- they said, if there's a particular beer that you want to serve, is it cheaper to bring in your own stuff to the venue? It can or be. Not it really. It can be for certain things, but definitely not for flowers. Okay. And well, I'll how do we you. get? How do we get expensive? amazing stuff for nothing for nothing okay you don't (laughs) so stop thinking that do you know
0: what the best way to get the most out of your money and the biggest impact is to do one thing do one thing and do it really really well so if you're going to do an overhead installation invest all your money there and do not do anything in another area
1: well laura you told me to go for the cheaper package that my venue offered me mm-hmm. because it was pretty good
0: yeah yeah and this is the thing there like it wasn't
1: that it wasn't any better or any it was obviously term, limited yeah. mm. but you said do the cheaper uh wine package yeah yep. and then get two rounds of cocktails at um yeah a speech or yeah 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 you absolutely
0: know. yeah and I think that's the thing I think it's about Picking the things that are most important and blowing them up and foregoing a lot of the other things. So when it's relating to flowers, you've got two places that you've got to be. You've got to be at your ceremony and you've got to be at reception. If you are on a budget, you need to make the most out of where people are going to be for the longest amount of time because that's when they're going to see it. So let's just say you've got a really small budget and you can't do a whole lot at the ceremony and the reception. My advice would be do not do anything at the ceremony. You are there for 30 to 45 minutes. Um, your guests are going to be focusing on you getting married, not on the surrounds necessarily and definitely not on your backdrop um, and invest all the money in your reception. And I
1: mean then they're more excited to get to the reception. Of course. Like, yes, a drink. Yes, thank God. a drink, exactly. They're more keen to get into it. They <laughs>
0: are. And do you know what? They're, if you've got to sit down dinner, they're going to be sitting at a table for two hours. Mm. You want to invest in beautiful flowers on your table and really gorgeous table details than you do at your ceremony that could cost you the same amount as your reception but you're only there for half an hour Mm -hmm. so really limit where you invest your money for your flowers and where you go really hard and do it in the do it in the areas that you're going to spend the most amount of time that you will be able to appreciate it for the longest and your guests will actually be able to see it and appreciate it. That being said, there are ways to create atmosphere and style and colour and vibe without necessarily having to use flowers. So if you do have champagne taste on a beer budget and you can only pick decor or flowers, then there is an opportunity to do a really beautiful setting without using actual flowers itself. Um, But I think that'll be for another... Episode. Okay. But for this one, if you want it all and have nothing to spend, then pick one area um, and focus and do that really amazingly. And don't spread yourself too thin. Don't have a bar arrangement. Don't have a seating chart arrangement. Don't have a welcome sign arrangement. If you don't have the money to do that, mm-hmm. eliminate all those little aspects and just do one really beautiful arrangement or installation at your reception, and that way your money will be invested in, you know, the best areas. Yep.
1: Okay, question three. Yes. Jocelyn. 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 Yeah. Yep. How is the best way to recycle flowers from your ceremony to – oh, recycle flowers? Oh, so bring – sorry. I'm now rereading this. How is the best way to recycle flowers from your ceremony to your reception? This Mm. brings back memories – Mm. i was at a <laughs> wedding yuck and we're in the we're in the um reception and the staff are like trying to shove the arbory of flowers inside the venue mm-hmm. and the bride was oh, losing her mind bad. being like that's not supposed to be coming in and they're like trying to get this big like flower creation mm. thinking that she wanted it in i don't know why and she was losing it like she was oh so upset she's like I don't know why the fuck they're doing that and <laughs> Like there's four people like trying to shove this like <laughs> arbor of flowers <laughs> from the ceremony oh and everyone was just turning around watching and like they couldn't get it in they were trying other ways and oh, I was a bit of a disaster oh my gosh okay
0: so tip one don't do that at all at all okay you very rarely are you going to get the full scale ability to move your florals in all aspects from ceremony to reception a lot of florists are trying to go without using floral foam um for the environment which means that they're not something that you can just pick up and put in another location. The florists are creating these amazing installations out of chicken wire and if you're going to move that, it's going to fall apart. So and again, like your story, that's really funny because you actually hear about these horror stories, but I don't know anyone it's actually happened to. There you go. No, now it's
1: I do. Seriously bad. I <laughs> wish you could have seen it.
0: You can't.
1: You would have died. You, I would I'm dying now. I'm dying for so you. So do not bring unless what it's like a close so you've got your no do you know could you bring like your pots of flowers absolutely. that you've got down the thing inside yeah absolutely
0: to? but what you need to do is you need to specify that that's what you want to do to your florist before they right, quote So don't you. keep it
1: a secret no 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 absolutely why couldn't not. you keep it a secret if you want it <laughs> Be- cheaper because like I don't <laughs> want you to also make flowers for my because
0: chances are they'll just not tell already? Well, you run the risk of having them work on um, chicken wire and then you can't repurpose the flowers and then you have none in your reception. Okay. So if you want to repurpose them and if you talk to florists so um, no white lies. No white lies. Oh my god, <laughs> no. And do you know what? This is a reflection of the florist work. They want to do the best job for you because it's it's their business. So if they're going to have this beautiful ceremony and this shit storm of reception because you've moved the flowers and they're absolutely everywhere and you've tried to to pull them out of somewhere and shove them in a bloody mason jar because that's all the venue has don't say to them from the very beginning I'm going to get the venue to move these how can you create a backdrop that's easily movable so I can put them in the reception and your florist will be able to give you one thousand options here so always be upfront. they can put them in urns they can put them on pedestals if you want to move them they might not necessarily use flower foam but they might actually create just these arrangements on flower foam so that you can move them lots of different aspects do not go in there blind. Um, but make sure you up front you're telling them that this is what you wanna do because then they will be able to pitch to you their ideas that are um, you know, a moving friendly, movable ish. Moot move, moot yeah.
1: Don't don't white lie, honestly. And Well, that's like my yeah. venue is where my ceremony is. Yes. So as we discussed, my flowers are gonna be part of, I guess. The reception, yeah, absolutely. Because it will be
0: almost. So a backdrop. there you go. Yeah,
1: that's a good idea. Mm. Have your ceremony and your reception at exactly the same place, Then <laughs> you don't have to buy and in the
0: same area. And you don't have
1: to move. Yes, <laughs> like me, I love
0: it. All, all right, right. That's all right. <sighs> flowers. Hey, they're a constant discussion topic with every couple getting married. They definitely are with mine. And but I think that this was a really good episode. And I bet after we release this, there will be so many more questions and discussions around blooms, you know, which is a great thing. I think education is really important within this industry and I think it's important for couples to know what they're paying for, why it costs what it does and what options they do have to create something that's unique to them
1: keeping in line with their budget. So, as we finish every episode, (laughs) we ask, Please leave us a review. Not enough of you are leaving reviews. I know. We have such big You can no longer listen to us. <laughs> you don't leave. Go right now. Pause this podcast. Yeah. Go positive. We need positive reviews. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if they're
0: negative, DM us so that we can change them. Yes. <laughs> we can change what yeah, we're doing because we do delete. like to grow. You
1: can't delete. <laughs> um, no, leave us a review. We would love that because otherwise we're just going to have to stop the show because if we don't have enough reviews, I know we can't make more episodes for you. So cheers. And if you have a question or you would like our advice, simply record your message and slide on into our DMs or leave us an email with your message attached to hello at the podcast.com or our Instagram is at the podcast with a the at the start. Thanks for listening. Ciao. Ciao. Good luck, Melbourne. Hopefully we're out next week. Uh, bye. bye.